0: Wonderful, wonderful words of life. Thank you for coming in to today's wonderful podcast. I'm Fernando, and we have Anna here with us.
1: Good morning.
0: And we're your faithful Bible readers, Professor Fernando and Professor Anna. God bless you. We enjoy having fun and reading. Let's go ahead and pray for today, the 14th of June. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great love. Thank you for sending us your word. Thank you for writing the word and giving it to us in our hearts and our minds to sustain us, Lord, to keep us and to carry us to a great future. We appreciate your word, and we bless it, and we ask for your, your blessing and your presence. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, thy will be done. Amen. Amen. June 14th. 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 20 to 13, verse 34. When the people of Israel learned of Jeroboam's return from Egypt, they called an assembly and made him king over all Israel. So only the tribe of Judah remained loyal to the family of David. When Rehoboam arrived at Jerusalem, he mobilized the men of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin 180,000 selected troops to fight against the men of Israel and to restore the kingdom to himself. But God said, Shemaiah, the man of God, say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the people of Judah and Benjamin and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says, do not fight against your relatives, the Israelites, Go back home, for what has happened is my doing. So they obeyed the message of the Lord and went home as the Lord had commanded. Jeroboam then built up the cities of Shechem in the city country of Ephraim, and it became his capital. Later he went and built up the town of Peniel. Jeroboam thought to himself, Unless I am careful, the kingdom will return to the dynasty of David." When these people go to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord, they will again give their alliance to King Rehoboam of Judah. They will kill me and make him the king instead. So on the advice of his counselors, the king made two gold calves. He said to the people, It is too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. Look, Israel, these are the gods who brought you out of Egypt. Huh. He placed the calf idols in Bethel and in Dan at either end of his kingdom, but this became a great sin. For the people worshipped the idols, traveling as far north as Dan to worship the one there. Jeroboam also erected buildings at the pagan shrines and ordained priests from the common people, those who were not from the priestly tribe of Levi, and Jeroboam instituted a religious festival in Bethel held on the fifteenth day of the eighteenth month. In imitation of the annual festival of shelters in Judah, there at Bethel he himself offered sacrifices to the calves he had made, and he appointed priests for the pagan shrines he had made. So on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, a day that he himself had designated, Jeroboam offered sacrifices on the altar at Bethel, He instituted a religious festival for Israel, and he went up to the altar to burn incense. Chapter 13. At the Lord's command, a man of God from Judah went to Bethel, arriving there just as Jeroboam was approaching the altar to burn incense. Then, at the Lord's command, he shouted, O altar, altar, this is what the Lord says. A child named Josiah will be born into the dynasty of David. I knew he will sacrifice the priests from the pagan shrines who come here to burn incense, and human bones will be burned on you. That same day, the man of God gave a sign to prove his message. He said, The Lord has promised to give this sign. This altar will split apart, and its ashes will be poured out on the ground. When King Jeroboam heard the man of God speaking against the altar at Bethel, he pointed at him and shouted, Seize that man! But instantly the king's hand became paralyzed in that position, and he couldn't pull it back. At the same time, a white crack appeared in the altar, and the ashes poured out, just as the man of God had predicted in his message from the Lord. The king cried out to the man of God, Please ask the Lord your God to restore my hand again. So the man of God prayed to the Lord, and the king's hand was restored, and he could move it again. Then the king said to the man of God, Come to the place with me and have something to eat, and I will give you a gift. But the man of God said to the king, Even if you gave me half of everything you own, I would not go with you. I will not eat or drink anything in this place, for the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there, Mm -hmm. and do not return to Judah by the same way you came. So he left Bethel and went home another way. As it happened, there was an old prophet living in Bethel, and his sons came home and told him what had happened, what the man of God had done in Bethel that day they also told their father what the man had said to the king the old prophet asked him which way did he go so they showed their father which road which road the man of god had taken quickly saddle the donkey the old man said so they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it then he rode after the man of god and found him sitting under the great tree the old prophet asked him Are you the man of God who came from Judah? Yes, I am, replied. Then he said to the man of God, Come home with me and eat some food. No, I cannot, he replied. I am not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. For the Lord gave me this command, You must not eat or drink anything while you are there, and do not return to Judah by the same way you came. But the old prophet answered, I am a prophet too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord, bring him home with you so he can have something to eat and drink. But the old man was lying to him. So he went back together, and the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's home. Mm. Then while they were sitting at the table, a command from the Lord came to the old prophet. He cried out to the man of God from Judah, This is what the Lord says. You have defiled the word of the Lord and have disobeyed the command the Lord your God gave you. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink. Because of this, your body will not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. After the man of God had his finished eating and drinking, the old prophet saddled his own donkey for him, and the man of God started off again. But as he was traveling alone, a lion came out and killed him. His body lay there on the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside it. The people who passed by saw the body lying in the road and the lion standing beside it. And they went and reported in Bethel where the old prophet lived. When the prophet heard the report, he said, It is the man of God who disobeyed the Lord's command. The Lord has fulfilled his word by causing the lion to attack and kill him. Then the prophet said to his sons, "Saddle a donkey for me. So they saddled a donkey, and he went out and found the body lying in the road. The donkey and lion were still standing there beside it. For the lion had not eaten the body nor attacked the donkey. So the prophet laid the body of the man of God on the donkey and took it back to the town to mourn over him and bury him. He laid the body in his own grave, crying out in grief, "O my brother. Afterwards, the prophet said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the grave where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the message the Lord told him to proclaim against the altar of Bethel and against the pagan shrines in the towns of Samaria will certainly come true. But even after this, Jeroboam did not turn from his evil ways he continued to choose priests from the common people he appointed anyone who wanted to become a priest for the pagan shrines this became great sin and resulted in the utter destruction of Jeroboam's dynasty from the face of the earth note commentary uh One of the quick things that I say is a lot of us want to hear the Word of God, but in, or well, I for myself have want to hear the Word of God, but a lot of times in curiosity. See if I can get God to, to speak to me. But then if He gives me some words that, and I probably have heard tons of words that I haven't acted on, you know, so I need to repent through the blood of Jesus that the Lord, you know, all of us, we probably had hunches, hurts from the common sense and things we should do and we haven't done them you know Mm. so so let's go ahead and clear the slate excuse me let's clear the slate right now by asking god uh to lord i to repent of anything that we have heard from him and did not act on it so let us ask him that we start afresh heavenly father we just surrender to you right now lord god all the things i have heard from you the hunches and the quotations, and the word of God that I've heard for me to do your will. Lord, I just repent that I have not acted on that, Lord. I ask you for forgiveness. Please give me through the blood of Jesus Christ. Cleanse us and establish us, and let's try again, Lord. We'll try and try to do your word effectively and joyfully in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen.
1: yeah, you know, a small obedience sometimes might be keeping us from our breakthrough. Um, a little louder. A small obe- a small disobedience may be keeping us from our breakthrough of something.
0: Wow, that's be- beautiful.
1: So one, one thing it says, in, in I think in Samuel, it says that um, obedience is better than sacrificing. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep that in mind. Yes, the Lord will speak to you in a dream. He'll speak to you walking. He'll speak to you in the wee hours of the morning when you wakes you up sometimes. So we have to be very attentive with our own ear. Okay? Because this prophet he had, or this man of God, he had, he was clear what the Lord said. He heard the Lord clearly, correct? But then another prophet came and it deceived him. Right? It was a test. It was a test, yeah. So he should have stuck to what the Lord said, because he, he did it twice did it
0: twice right you know uh the amazing thing that you brought up to my attention is the power of the prophet speaking for the lord mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this altar will be broken he will yes. give a sign today mm-hmm. that this is what the prophecy was that a son, they even named the son of josiah, josiah. is going to be yes. born yes. and on this altar wow. Even though if it was broken down, he was still going to come back and sacrifice the priest's bones on it. That was a prophecy. The boy has not even been born yet. Yes, yes. He's going to become king in Jerusalem and Judah. That not that beautiful? That the, the, how did they hear in the first place God's word? He says, go home. Do not fight with your relatives. Yeah. Mm. They all 180,000 fierce. Yes. Ready to go to battle. How can you stop such an army? And and they heard from the Lord, they were obedient in the beginning, and disobedient. Yeah. One of the things that God has always told me is He loves me. And then how do you respond to that? You know, I love you. I, love, I used to hear it a lot in the '90s and the '80s. I guess he got. I once I received it, I was convinced that God loves me. He He loves you. He's just. He has so much love, He has to control Himself for us. Wow,
1: you know, that's a wonderful thing when you hear that because, uh, you know, who who doesn't want to hear that God loves them, you know, directly? If you, you know, if you hear that, that is such a blessing to be able to hear those words that it's encouraging to you. Hey, you're on the right track. You're doing the right thing. I'm going to help you. Right? To me, that, when he says that, too, he's like, I'm going to take care of you. I'll protect you. Keep it going, Fernando.
0: Amen. And one of the ways, you know, that God says, uh, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul, and with all your mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, every time you say yourself on the mirror, say, you know, I love you and I forgive you, Fernando. Yes. Yes. I love you and I forgive you because yes. our souls, our bodies, yes. <clears throat> we try to keep, we try to snuff ourselves out with every opportunity, every every adventure, every instinct. Uh, we cut ourselves short. I don't know why some of you went with it. And a lot of uh, us know what we're talking about when we're moving in the power of faith mm-hmm. and believing yes. and achieving things by faith. Mm. That's a beautiful um, push of God when you're you're succeeding and you're being good to yourself. Yes. Uh, you know, you're 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 buying new, new things, and 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 you're just it's, the power of God is just mu- pu- pushing you.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's a, that's a, that's enough of that. Let's go ahead and see where we can find Jesus in these readings. Um, trust what God's word says rather than what someone claims is true. Like someone said, hey, take a drink. Forget about all those 12-step guys. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a lie, okay? Yes, and right. For the enemy, that's a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be discerning because you know from the past that your way is enough, it's enough. A lot of people don't have the dreams we have or the desire to serve God as we do. Mm. You know, come and watch a game. Come and do this. Come and see CNI or something. Be discerning if you are confused. Ask God about it investigate what others claim is a message from God. Compare it with God's Word says to you. And disregard their message if it contradicts what God has made clearly. Mm -hmm. Amen.
1: Yes, that's very true. I just, you know, this person was a man of God, right? Yeah. And then a prophet came along. And I think this is a very, very good, uh, you've got to learn to discern, right? because just because they proclaim to be a prophet you got to judge the word of the prophet you know uh, there are some that are proclaiming doom and gloom on this earth right now prophets if it doesn't line up with the word of god it's not you got to go with the word of god first you know and and that's very important that you pray about it that you You know, if they tell you, start telling you stuff that you did in your past and bringing all this stuff up and it makes you feel bad, that's not edifying you. That's not the role of the prophet. The role of the prophet is to take, if he gives you a word, prophesies to you, now he's edifying the church. You're the church. So you can walk in your purpose and your destiny. So, uh, and you will know that you know the details given through that prophet about you that are going to touch your spirit and your heart and go, Only God could have told me that. So be real careful. Uh, I'm a big, strong believer in the prophetic gift. I love it, but I also know when to discern something. If I see a prophet in in today's time getting too caught up in the political realm, then I know there's a political spirit there. And it's like, it, it shies me away. It's like, hey, put the Word of God out there. Do something with God's Word and to try to do this, you know, so... You know that you know inside of you because you have the spirit of God inside of you, and um, you know we've got to learn to to discern God's word. In this case, the, the man of God had direct word of God from God. It's just like in the in the in how uh, Eve and Adam got um, what do you call it deceived in the in the garden. Hey, you know
0: she didn't have the direct word of God right? But I know, but she still but got she deceived. knew what the Lord yeah. had said. Yes. Um, maybe she. Um, thank said, you I'm so a much.
1: Prophet too, you yeah, know, what he says here. But you so. know,
0: there's a, there's a, I I I detect pride, like when you say, "How do you? Who are you?" God speaks to me too. Yeah. That kind of deal, you know. I'm a prophet of God. I receive messages from God. So he deceived him out of, out of jealousy. Yeah, something. Out of pride. Yeah,
1: and it was a test. I agree, because there's going to be tests.
0: Now there's a, uh, amen. So let's, uh, for time's sake, God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. I just wanted uh, to say that the uh, God's word was so strong. I remember yesterday when I was reading and it said that, that you too will be a pinnacle of God's light and success and prosperity, overflowing success, overflowing prosperity. May you have prosperity to show people that God That God is part of our inheritance. Prosperity in spirit. Prosperity in laughter. Mm -hmm. A day without laughter is a a day wasted. Prosperity is laughing. Yes, amen. Prosperity is enjoying that someone's running the ship, driving the car, the bus, and it's not us. We're just in the back singing songs and throwing popcorn at each other. We're having a good existence. That's prosperity. So may you have prosperity. Prosperity from the east come towards you. Prosperity to the west. Prosperity from the north. Prosperity from the south. Prosperity come to you from up above and from the down beneath. May you have prosperity and show that Jesus Christ is alive and well in your life and my life from this day on. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, Acts chapter 9, 26 to 43 When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They did not believe he had truly become a believer. Then uh, Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told him how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. He also told them that Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. So Saul stayed with the apostles and went all around Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. He debated with some Greek-speaking Jews, but they tried to murder him. When the believers heard about this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him away to uh, Tessarus, to his hometown. The church had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and it became stronger as the believers Lived in fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydia. L- Lydia? Okay, there he met a man named <laughs> Anias. Anias. Anias, okay, um, who had been paralyzed okay. and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydia and Sharon saw Aeneas walking around and they turned to the Lord. Wow. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha. which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in the upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived they took him into the upstairs room. The room was filled with the wi- widows who were weeping and showing him coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room. Then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha, and she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers and he presented to them Alive, presented her to them alive. The news spread through the whole town, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. Wow, powerful! Acts is so powerful. Just reading all those, the signs and wonders and healings and you know, people coming, being healed instantly and and, and being resurrected from the dead. This is just.
0: As Jesus replicated yes, all over is, again. Is, he said, yes, you will do yes, greater things. Yes, and, and how we should pray for the sick. Well, here's a good
1: thing. I like
0: it. I'm going to pray for everyone. So just go ahead and, and, and listen up. Buckle up. Get ready. Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and do things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and do things. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> we always think we need more, but Right. But you, you he,
1: don't
0: need Smith word right. success. He was talking about Smith word. They were praying for the same situation. There were 6 7 of them, ministers around this person that was similar in bed. He was a doctor, now he was in bed for 4 years or something and he couldn't he was paralyzed. They had someone to clean his diapers and feed him and everything. He could only move his neck. So they were all praying and praying, and he said the, the presence of God fell five times, but the guy didn't get up. Mm. They all went down and had a cup of coffee and stuff, and they talked about it. Well, let's go home. He goes, fellas, let's go back in there one more time, and mm. uh, let's just whisper the name of Jesus. That's all. Let's just whisper. <laughs> I love so, it. So they all started whi- whispering the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And Jesus came and gave man life. Amen. And he was able to get up, and God gave him walk. It was, Smith, Wigglesworth, amazing stuff. A plumber. Amen. (laughs) Amen. All right, babe, what else you got? Yeah,
1: I think, um, let's also put things in perspective, what happened to Saul when he got converted. He was such a bad guy, and people, he had a reputation in the town, or whatever, that he persecuted others, so the people were not quick to believe he was converted. So, um, you know, we have to be careful of applying that in our own here and now because there's many people who have a testimony of how God converted them. Drug addicts, people that were, um, you know, we've heard the testimonies of people that were taken to heaven at times and they were really bad sinners and they were doing gangs and everything and they've had conversions in the prison or whatever. so. We have to just, yeah, you know, you watch and see, their actions will show you and you will feel, um, you know, God is able to restore lives and bring people back to where he wants them to be, to the redemptive value. So, you know, just because the person looks a certain way, has this tattoo, that tattoo, uh, this haircut, that haircut, this color hair, whatever, don't, don't mock that because God can use anyone. And he can convert anyone, and he's always working, and he loved the world so much that he came um, and brought Jesus, his only begotten Son, that we would have life and life everlasting. So, just as that really stood out at me when I I saw that. Um, but Fernando, you said something: greater works will we do because Jesus went to the Father? Because look at the multiplication that took place once the Holy Spirit was sent, right? Jesus went. He came, He died on the cross, and He promised us that the Comforter, He was going to send the Comforter, the Advocate, to guide us into all truths. Now, He did that very, you know, and then once once one person, got, you know, got it, or, you know, when it came in the book of Acts in the upper room, um, the people got baptized in the Holy Spirit, the, the disciples went out and they were spreading the good news of Jesus, preaching uh, in the places, healing people. And so um, I guess my point I'm making is that, you know, we can do, we don't have to be a mega church. You can be walking to the grocery store or the gas station. Somebody needs to hear a good word. Somebody needs a little encouragement about what they're going through. And um, so just, just be on the lookout for the people that the Lord puts on your path. Because then what happens is you plant a seed okay and that seed begins to grow and then another seed and another it multi- the word of god multiplies just like jesus multiplied the fish and the loaves okay god we plant seeds and the harvest comes so but let them be the word of god that we're planting and encouraging and and showing forth the glory of god being that light in that dark place you know for that person um so so that's that's a real good point cuz it said and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Okay, so that's very important. Don't because you're ministering your family, don't think that something's not happening.
0: They're listening.
1: Or listening. Or listening, right. Um, so anyways, yeah, the, the marvel of, of the healings that took place in, instantly, and this resurrection power that we have and we carry when we believe. We have the power to speak life into somebody, they could be a dead spirit inside, but yet your words are going to resurrect them, bring them life, and they're going to come into the full fullness of the blessing of the Lord because we spoke life over them. We didn't judge them. We, we saw value in their life. We know that God wants people saved.
0: You know, I mean, one of the things about Tabitha's life that you read in the mm. notes right here, it says that she did a lot of things before her death. She gave alms to the poor, made coats for them, and other garments, and she was constantly doing good works. Wow. Now this was a, and then she dies, and everybody mourns for the mm-hmm. girl that done good work, like everybody mm-hmm. mourned for uh, Sister Teresa. Uh-huh. Her good works uh, preceded her. And now she gets raised from, because the, they know her, and she gets raised from the dead, and and faithfully god gets the credit he goes it's, he goes watch my glory so mm-hmm. it was a setup yeah so we can be a setup too by the by constantly giving our neighbors forgiveness mm-hmm. constantly blessing our neighbors even though mm-hmm. they don't deserve it. it it won't last for long constantly doing good works cookies or something and praying for the cookies for somebody uh we're always trying to uh reaching out to someone um uh, Reaching out to someone effectively, but not a person that's going to harm somebody, like a drunk or somebody that you know they're not going to. There's always help. All right, I lost my train of thought. The thing I'm trying to say is that God is setting us up. That's why we we want to uh, let's say, God, let there be Your glory, Your will be done. So I'm going to speak again. I said, Jesus, heal you. Get up and do good works.
1: Amen.
0: Get up and establish good works. By your works, they will know us. Mm -hmm. And then when something fun happens, say for instance, something tragedy happens. Oh, how sad. But when something fun happens, like the kids get a brand new pickup truck from somebody donated to him. Or oh, they get another trip to Sedona. Oh, they're going back to Hawaii. <laughs> or they
1: get a $204,000 loan <laughs> modification.
0: $200,000 wiped off their mortgage. <laughs> yes. It's like, whoa, you know, just... Uh, it happens, folks. It,
1: can, it is happening, and the possibilities are endless. Amen.
0: So let's go ahead and... Um, Let me
1: read the, the psalms since you read a lot. Okay. Um, pray that God will establish and build a sanctuary... For his name in your heart and life and community. Beautiful. Okay. Lord, we just thank you that your name will be known all over the earth. Father, more importantly, start with us here, Lord, that that your name lives in our heart and that's overflowing, God. And over our family members and, and everyone listening to this podcast and for our community where we live, Lord. To let your glory be seen by the, some of these uh, works uh, of kindness that people are doing lord that there's just going to be peace wherever we go god we just take your peace and walk and receive and believe lord in jesus name amen okay psalm 132 1 to 18 a song for pilgrims ascending to jerusalem lord remember david and all that he suffered he made a solomon promise to the lord he vowed to the Mighty One of Israel, I will not go home. I will not let myself rest. I will not let my eyes sleep, nor close my eyelids in slumber until I find a place to build a house for the Lord, a sanctuary for the Mighty One of Israel. We heard that the ark was in Ephrathah. Then we found it was in the distant countryside of Jar Jar. Let us go into the sanctuary of the Lord. Let us worship at the footstool of his throne. Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place. Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place, along with the ark, the symbol of your power. May your priests be clothed in godliness. May your loyal servants sing for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not reject the king you have anointed. The Lord swore an oath to David with a promise he will never take back. I will place one of your descendants on your throne. If your descendants obey the terms of my covenant and the laws that I teach them, then your royal line will continue forever and ever. For the Lord has chosen Jerusalem. He has desired it for his home. This is my resting place forever, he said. I will live here, for this is my home, I desired. I will bless the city and make it prosperous. Amen. I will satisfy its poor with food. I will clothe its priests with godliness. Its faithful servants will sing for joy. Here I will increase the power of David. Here uh, uh, my anointed one will be a light for my people. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but he will be a glorious king. Amen. And in Proverbs 17, 6, it says, Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Amen. Parents are the pride of their children. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I just
0: wanted to say, God, the Lord is prophesying to us according yes. to that prayer. Yes. And the Lord Jesus yes. says, your heart is my resting place. Yes. I, I will live there for this home I desire. Yes. I will bless this sanctuary, your body, and make it prosperous. I will satisfy its poor with food. I will clothe its priest with godliness. It's faithful servants will sing for joy. Here I will increase the power of David. My anointed one will be a light for my people. I will close his enemy with shame, but he will be a glorious king. Little K. Amen. That's a prophecy for us. Now, I want to point out. Now, look at here. It's faithful servants will sing for joy. What do we have to do to get joy? It says right here. We will sing for joy. If we sing, joy will come. Mm -hmm. So let's sing throughout the day, praising and glorifying God and and acting. Mm -hmm. So the Lord heal you. Get up and keep moving. Keep doing action. Keep singing. The Lord heal your emotions. Rise up and sing songs to the Lord, proclaiming the one who has healed you. The Lord Jesus Christ heal you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. God bless us. Amen.
0: Have a good day now. God bless you. Give them heaven. Enjoy the rest of your day today.